It's lunchtime in Central Texas. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Time for the press box. Here's your host, Ward Whites. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Here on ESPN Central Texas. The second busiest shopping day of the year, probably. <laughs> you won't see me out there, I can tell you that. <laughs> no way. Everybody taking back all the uh, unwanted gifts or the wrong size gifts. <laughs> right? or is the, is the car line to the marketplace piled up back yes, to Yes, it absolutely Don't is. even Both get, ways. don't head yeah. that way. Yeah, no. Don't I'm, head that way. You will. I see them going home, going the opposite direction. Oh, I feel, man. I consider myself lucky. Yeah. I know, right? It so. just, you, you see it. All last week, everybody mm-hmm. fighting to get into finding the right present, and now everybody fighting to return that right present right. for something else they want <laughs> or a different size. Just avoid it today. So I Amazon, right? I do the Amazon thing, or I go to the website and order it. You know, mm-hmm. if it don't fit, too bad. We'll give it away to somebody. But um, so yeah, so you're not the return type. No, I don't want to read. No, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. I either lose weight or I gain weight. Either way, <laughs> no way. But so you know, we have a special guest in here today. My daughter Charlene's visiting. Nice and, to uh, have her here. Uh huh. So I have learned with her, like we talked. I think it was last week. Just give them money. Give the kids money because anything you get, they're not going to like. I'm with you, but Ward hates that. No, I'm not doing Ward that. Ward, wa- I know Ward wants to go shopping and. Well, that's because he likes Christmas. He puts his tree up in August, so, you know. I do not. I put it up Halloween. Well, that's close enough. August, October. <laughs> They're close. They're not really. <laughs> well, in my head, they are. <laughs> we go from hot to hot. So, I mean, in my, they're like, they run together, so. But. Well, I, I put it up on Halloween, and I take it down January 2nd. Yeah, that's about right. You should just leave it up all year. I do. <laughs> You leave your tree up all year. It's really small, and it's in the corner of my living room. So, yeah. And it's really easy to put up. There's, it's not that it's difficult. It's, it just means that you're it. lazy. I like looking at it all year. It <laughs> keeps me in the Christmas spirit. You know what you could do? Like, have you seen those all-year Christmas trees where it's like, okay. Where you change it from every holiday? Yes, yes. I, or I yeah. like that idea. I like that concept. Yeah, or, you know, it's baseball season, so you put up Texas Ranger or my my, yeah. my Christmas tree is red, white, and blue, so it can stay up oh, for there any you holiday. Go. Oh, there you go. There you go. That, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with sports, but did I'm you, glad we talked about it. Did you have it. a good Christmas? <laughs> did you have a good lunch? I did. I made a prime rib. Did uh-huh. all the fixings. Nice. I'm exhausted. I cooked for two days. Baked <laughs> and cooked, and you guys know I'm not a baker. But yeah, it was nice. And good. watch some football. Absolutely. And what do you think? I think the Chiefs are falling apart. The Chiefs are in disarray a little bit right now. You're right. Um, But I think it's a little bit of the parody of the league, what we're seeing. Now, Cowboys, I don't know that that has anything to do with parody. The Cowboys cannot play on grass. Nope. And the Cowboys cannot play on the road. Nope, and they have and to play on the road for the playoffs. And that's going to be a problem going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's very, very strange how these this team is so different home and away. And I I, I can't figure it out. Maybe they can't. need therapy. Maybe it's like a block thing or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, usually teams are better at home than on the road, but it's usually not, not this, this big a difference. Big a difference, no. I mean, it's, it's it is huge. huge. It is. I, and you can't say, well, it's the coaching because, I mean, come on. I'm sure they use the same plays at home that they do away. So maybe it's just one of those mental block things. I, I don't, don't get it. I don't know. Baltimore did Cowboys a favor last night, winning 33-19 to yep. over San Francisco. So that... That to me that, that was helps a, shocker. a little bit. The Giants tried to help the Cowboys, but Philadelphia was able to hang on and get the win, thirty-three to twenty-five. They're still the Giants, uh, unfortunately for the, the Cowboys fans. <laughs> They're still the Giants. That's a great way to put that. Um, Tampa Bay surging. They look really good, and they continue to win football games. So that's that's a little bit interesting to me. Um, All of it's interesting yeah, that's, to me. That's. It was looking like they were looking like they were going down the toilet. Well, well and it was looking like uh, Dallas would probably play the Falcons mm-hmm. at, in Atlanta in the first round. Now, which if you're a Cowboys fan, you're like even on the road, you should you should roll the Falcons. They're not very good. You you stop the run and they can't do anything offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it looks like it's going to be a red hot Tampa Bay team that wins that division, and that's where Cowboys that's are going to be on the, the road to. Be and it's going to be trouble. It is. That's going to be a tough game because Baker Mayfield's playing great. They have great receivers in Godwin and and Mike Evans. They have one of the best running backs in the league in Rashad White, mm-hmm. who just came out of nowhere. He was really good as a pass catcher last year, and uh, and a compliment to Leonard Fournette. They got rid of Fournette because they thought he could be the full time back, and he's been great. So I. I and their defense, if they can get healthy, is really, really good. Now, it's not healthy right now, and it's a sieve, but that could change before the playoffs, too. It absolutely could. Uh, I don't. I, that's just not a good matchup for the Cowboys coming up uh, if that's the direction they have to go. They have to find a way to play better on the road, and that's the bottom line for the Dallas Cowboys. How about Detroit winning their what first in the title world? in a while? I know, right? I help me win a title too. <laughs> I, I guess I guess I have to jump on the. Uh, you jump I on believe, the bandwagon on this. I one? believe bandwagon. I'm not going to be a Detroit line bandwagon, but I believe in the Lions now. And it took me a long time to He's get to the believer, party. He's a believer, Aaron. Oh, me, believer. Well, well, I mean, they they hadn't. It's like the Cowboys. They hadn't, except you know, the Cowboys is making the championship game. They hadn't won their division in 30 years. So no. Like the Cowboys, they were going to have to do it before anyone believes it. And give credit to Dan Campbell. I laughed at his opening press conference talking about biting kneecaps. I was like, come on, dude. This is, you know, it's 2023. <laughs> but the, the, the players love him. Uh, people thought he drafted Jamar Gibbs too early in the draft, which if you go by positional value, he may have. But if you go by impact on the field, that guy is great. And he has been one of the big reasons why they won the division. Mm-hmm. And like I said, while – it was one of the big reasons why I won uh, one of my fantasy leagues yesterday, or made it to the finals. Fantasy league, I don't even he had a, understand he had a all great that. Game, I don't get awesome. it either. Aaron's really good at it. I know Aaron. I like I think he has parties and stuff. Like he's all into this fantasy. Yeah, thing. I did this 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 year. I made the finals in in three of my four leagues. He probably liked fantasy. I really like up to. Fantasy. <laughs> I remember. He probably I watched up, it every oh, Saturday night. The plane. The plane. <laughs> that was in, in our name. house every Saturday night. Was. 
was uh, Love Boat, Love Boat, Boat and Fantasy Island. Island yep. Because yep. everybody in my house loved both those shows. They were both so fun. I mean, they were fun. They were a little corny, but they were fun to watch. Well, they the the thing about those shows is they had such good guest stars on. Absolutely, them especially I mean, Fantasy Island did too, but especially the Love Boat, just because they had more guest stars each week. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, I saw a YouTube video where people just the opening credits where they show you who the guest stars and the stars of the show are. They splice together different ones. It's like three minutes long, and it just shows you all the different <laughs> celebrities. And it's amazing how many huge superstars Again, they got to do that show back before they were huge. They would bring on professional athletes, but to switch yeah, gears, you know, Aaron was just talking about, you know, the coach at Detroit. And if you were watching all the other commentators on Fox and ESPN, the big talk right now is the Steelers coach. Is he staying? Is he going? No, he's gone. Really? I don't so. think there's any way they get rid of him. I don't think so. He's been there a long time. I I I don't I don't think he stays. You don't think he stays? Well, so my daughter is a Steeler fan. I don't know why, but you know, I guess because her dad is, and I'm like, girl. But uh, so you know, what do you think, Charlie? You can just shake your head, yes or no. You think he's gonna stay? She puts her hands up. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I don't think Tomlin survives. They like him, and they like I him just, in Pittsburgh. It would be his first losing season in. I know. Forever. I, I don't, get it. And I'm, you know me, I'm usually fire him, fire him. But Tomlin, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you can, man. That guy's been so good for so long. And it's not like they just completely fell apart like the Patriots did. They've been competitive. He's just, I don't know if it was Tomlin. I think it was. But they just drafted a bad quarterback in Kenny Pickett. And not a bad quarterback. And they've drafted a below bad average NFL Bradshaw. quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's been tough. I mean, Big Ben was okay. He had his moments. I mean, he had his run, and that was it. He got a Super Bowl. He did. He, did did. he, he went like, what, three times? He won two. He, he won got, two yeah. Super he Bowls, two, yeah, he but he won. went like three times. Yeah, he was won two and lost one, yeah. Yeah, look at me know my yeah. Steeler information. Who knew? College I don't football know. coming up today, yep. underway right now, Bowling Green and Minnesota. Eh, yeah, that boring. might be all right in the quick lane bowl. <laughs> the one I'm really looking forward to is this afternoon, Texas State and Rice. Now, you say Texas State and Rice, that may not do anything for a whole lot of people, but it does for me because both of these teams are in a bowl game for the first time, one for Texas State ever, and for Rice, yeah, good for Rice. Just since the 50s, maybe? Is it, I don't is know. It been wow, that long? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need to look that up. I don't know the last time Rice has been to a bowl game, but I promise you it's been a while. I it, know it's been a while, but 50 years? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm going for Rice. Just because? Just because. Okay, that's fine. I'm going for Rice because of the Southwest Conference connection. There you go. I miss the old Southwest Conference, and that's just the way I'm going to be, and so I'm going to go for the Rice Owls. And and they play in a stadium that has hosted a Super Bowl. It is it is a cool place. Okay, so they were in the sixty one Sugar Bowl, and then they've been in a few bowls in the in the two thousands. So that's over fifty years. Two thousand six New Orleans. They did really okay. Two thousand eight Texas Bowl. I don't remember any of these. I remember remember them. And then they made. Uh, bowls three consecutive years from 2012 to 2014. Really? And then apparently they were in the Lending Tree Bowl last year, which I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. That's either. a lot more than I've seen. However, <laughs> they are all time 
winless in bowl games. Are oh. you serious? Never uh, won a bowl game. According to the Wikipedia, they are 0-9. 0-9 in bowl games. All I right. didn't even well, know they on. had been recently. Let's go Hoot Owls and see if you can get it done. <laughs> Kansas and UNLV tonight. Um, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, you got to go for Kansas because Big 12 and the guaranteed rate bowl. I That's, I mean, look, it's college football. It's a bowl game. I'm all in on all of them today. But um, the one that just really I I would like, I would like to go to Dallas and go to the first responders bowl and see Texas State and Rice. I think that's going to be a, a competitive game. That'd I really fun. do. That'd be a fun afternoon, yeah. Well, let's go. Road trip. Let's go. Let's road trip it. See if we can get it done. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're just going to leave today and go to a bowl game. How about that? What we just play the best that? of. <laughs> the best of Stephanie Sports Talk. There you go. That's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, are you sure about that? Yeah, definitely. I got three fans now. <laughs> Maybe four and a half. You've got three fans. Actually, I think I have five. Right. One joined one joined last week. <laughs> All right. Stephanie will be back here in just a little bit. Coming up next, we will visit with Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. We are 49 days, Ooh. 49 days away Until. from pitchers and catchers report for your world champion, Texas Rangers. I just feel like we left baseball. Now we're back at it. We're just about to get back at it. Awesome. Ready. 49 days away. Press Box is brought to you by Pickup Outfitters and also Scott's Lease Trailers. We're back right after this. Cowboys football 2023. Back to throw, looking left, looking right. Only heard here. Pumps, runs out to the left. All season. Throws on the run, Lamb at the seven, and strolls in. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Detroit Lions, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Lions, Saturday starting with the pregame at 6, here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this day after Christmas, the return day. <laughs> Everybody taking uh, presents back that they couldn't fit in or just didn't want or whatever it might be. For me, it's a day to avoid the malls. <laughs> just, oh, absolutely. You don't want to go today. <laughs> no. You just don't want to go today. Joining us now from Rangers today is Jeff Wilson. And Jeff, if I'm not mistaken, are we 49 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know that they've released a date yet. If they did, I missed it last week when I was on vacation. But uh, it'll think... be it'll be right around Valentine's Day as always, and uh, another one missed for me, but. Um, she's gotten used to it, but yeah, it's coming. It's definitely coming. <laughs> it just seemed like the Rangers just won the world series. And all of a sudden we're talking about, okay, here we go again. And no. I, I don't think that if you, if you're a Rangers fan, how much more excitement is it going to be in Arizona going into this season than maybe we've ever seen before, just because they're the world series champions. Yeah, um, exactly. It's the first time they'll they'll enter a season as the reigning champs, and um, you know they they haven't done a lot in this off season, but they haven't lost a lot either. So um, there's no reason, and I know everybody's fired up about the Dodgers, and rightfully so, maybe. But you know, you you, you play 162, and then you got to play the tournament. 
there's no reason why the Rangers shouldn't enter 2024 as the favorites to repeat in the American League. Um, there's still time for them to, to acquire some guys uh, pitching specifically. So by the time, let's say it's February 13th, well, by the time February 13th rolls around, uh, yeah, the Rangers are going to be in a good in a good spot, in a spot they've never been in before. Jeff, is the biggest reason that the Rangers should be the favorites going into this season, and, and I know we're in the middle of the offseason, but the biggest reason to me is Bruce Bochy. Yeah, you know. Um, he made the difference well, this year. He, he absolutely did. did. One thing about Bruce Bochy, he's never repeated. Um, you know, they always took a year off between his championships in San Francisco. So maybe he's learned, maybe he's got some, you know, some tools up to his sleeve or he picked up along the way that will help the Rangers repeat. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, who, you know, when's the last repeat champion in baseball? It, it's been, I think, the Yankees. In the, in the early 2000s or, wow. or late 90s. I mean, it's it's been a while. And, um, you know, when you play a – when you play a, a – and win the World Series, you know, it's an extra month you're playing. It's an extra – I don't know, for your starters, an extra 30 or 40 innings. It's one less month to recover. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it takes a toll. It's hard to do. Um, now, and, 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 frankly, I – you know, to, to – not not to uh, steer away from the Rangers, but you know what the Ashes have done going to seven straight ALCSs is really impressive. Um, just because of the the wear and tear it takes on a body and the and the lack of time they have to recover. So the Rangers need to prepare for that. A, a few of them have been there, like Corey Seager probably knows how to do it. Nathan Avaldi knows how to do it. But other than that, it's it's going to be a lot of uh, feeling their way through the season. But you're right with Bruce Bochy, he knows when guys need rest. He knows how to juggle guys. He knows when to step on the gas. And I think that that, that is a big, big, big uh, thing the Rangers have on their side is a manager who who knows how to go into the season after a World Series win. And and hopefully this time he, he, can get them, he can get them back. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Jeff, I want to ask you about this starting rotation right now for the Rangers. And I know it's up in the air, but with Max Serger – Looks like he's going to still be out for a while. DeGrom, do we know a timetable on him? How do they manage those two guys and fit in other guys until they get back? Yeah, well, that's 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 the question, you know. And then, um, you know, it, it's a good thing that it, it happened on the front end. You know, they know that what they're facing, that, that DeGrom, probably August, Scherzer, June or July, mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Malley, who they also signed, uh, same timeline as Scherzer, June or July. So instead of uh, running out of innings late, like they did at times last year with Baldy being on the injured list and Gray being on the injured list, <laughs> they're starting the year with with a deficiency. But they have time to to get guys. They have time to evaluate their own guys who are in the minors or, or what have you. So it's it's it does look bleak, you know. Oh my God, these three guys aren't <laughs> aren't going to pitch until the summer, right? But it's better that this happened now than it did, let's say, in May, and be like, "Oh my God, these guys aren't going to pitch the rest of the year." So, um, I, you know, they do need to sign a starter or two. I, I really think. I mean, I, I, I think that the rotation that they would have right now, which would be Evaldi, Gray, um, Heaney, Dunning, and then 
Baylor's own Cody Bradford, that'll win you some games, especially with this offense. But pitchers get hurt. It's not a matter of, of when or if, it's when. Mm-hmm. And you need to have guys. And, and that's what they need to build up right now is, is extra guys. So, you know, whether that's Jordan Montgomery, which which they haven't closed the door on that, or maybe it's like a, a guy like Zach Granke who's still out there throwing and, and knows how to pitch and will eat some innings. That's what they need. They need innings. And then, and then when those guys start to come back, then they can figure it out from there. Jeff, you mentioned the uh... – the Dodgers talk briefly about the Otani deal. Were you surprised that there was no pushback from major league baseball or were their hands just tied and the Dodgers just found a huge loophole that I think now hopefully major league baseball will close. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it's in the collective bargaining agreement. Um, I talked to a couple GMs from, from other teams and, and they actually are like, Hey, you know, I'm <laughs> good for them. They figured out a way to, to beat the system. Now, you know, the collective bargaining agreement was just agreed to. There, there's still three more years of this this current deal. So, is that something that'll be addressed then? Probably. Is, is there something that the commissioner can try to do in the interim? Perhaps. You know, I mean, the, the small market teams are, are are getting drilled here, and really, when you when you stop and think about it, probably what twenty of the thirty teams didn't have a chance to sign them. You know, the, you you would think that. The two New York teams did, uh, the two LAs, uh, you know, one of the Chicago's, maybe both. You know, Philly was in there, Toronto, but it's like there aren't very many teams that have that that kind of money to do that, or are willing to to go over. Um, well, I mean, in Otani's case, they're not going over the, the luxury tax threshold as much, but they're still going over it. But it's just it's um, it's a really creative deal. It was a way to get a guy a ton of money, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if somebody tries to do it uh, soon. You know, and, and you know, the Yankees just got Juan Soto in a trade. He's going to be a free agent after this year. You think the Yankees aren't looking at that deal? You know, I, I, I just think that there's a, there aren't many teams that can do what what the Dodgers did, and and it is something that I'm sure the small market teams will want to have addressed. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Jeff, how does that change things for the Rangers on how they have to approach other players maybe bringing in or keeping players like Montgomery because of the fact that that's kind of changed the landscape a little bit? Yeah, well, I think you also have to look at it as um, Otani's a, you know, a generational player. He right. <laughs> There's only one Shohei Otani um, he, he's kind of unique, but like you, you are, baseball is already kind of flirting with the 400 million, 500 million mark with certain guys. Like Juan Soto is still young; he's going to be a free agent in his mid to late 20s, and he's just entering his prime years. And there's going to be a team out there that's going to want to pay him a ton. You know, I, I think the, the I'm really surprised at the the Yamamoto deal. 12 years and 325 million for a guy who's never pitched in the major leagues. He's young. He's very, very good in Japan, obviously. You know, but there's if you, if you look at, at pitchers who've come from Japan, there's just a there's a bit of a learning curve with the new ball, with the travel, um, the media attention, everything that's going to come with that. It seems like every one of those dang pitchers <laughs> develops an elbow problem that either leads to Tommy John surgery or leads to like a, a stem cell injection, something that's, that's pretty radical. 
that never really completely fix, fixes the problem. So you're talking about a lot of risk here. Um, but, you know, again, not many teams can take that risk, and the, the Dodgers did it. So um, it, it, that, that, that deal might be unique, too, you know, for uh, a guy who's never pitched, um, but it might also add leverage for guys who have pitched, like Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, who are both represented by Scott Boris, and, and Scott Boris knows how to <laughs> squeeze extra years and extra dollars out of teams. So um, I, I would hope that, that Jordan Montgomery would would recognize that he, if he wants to win and be at his best, this is where this is, gives him the best chance. You know, he he was at his best with Mike Maddox as the pitching coach. Um, he he obviously made made a great great impression in the postseason, but I'm not sure that the Yankees are, are ready to win yet. If the Yankees were to try to sign him, or the Red Sox, I don't think the Red Sox are ready to win right now. But but the Rangers are, and he knows it. And if he likes winning, maybe he sacrifices a few million uh, a year to uh, to to come back and get another chance at at, at the World Series. Jeff, what's the most important move the Rangers have to make in this offseason, in your mind? Uh, you know, I think, I mean, if it was me, I would love to see him get uh, a, another late innings reliever. I just, you know, you look at that bullpen last year and, and the games that got away. Um, I mean, the Rangers could have won 100 games easily if it hadn't been for the, mm-hmm. the leaky bullpen. And I know the bullpen was really, really good in the postseason with Leclerc and Josh Spores. Um, but I just think that another guy like, uh, you know, Josh Hader is a free agent. He's going to cost too much. I really think that, you know, if, if the Guardians are making Emmanuel Classe available, the Rangers need to go and get him back. You know, they they traded him in that Corey Kluber trade in, in 2019. Um he he'd pitched maybe 30, 30 innings, thirty very impressive innings. Obviously, a hundred two mile per hour cutter is, is really impressive. But um, you know, if, if he is available, it's a club friendly deal he's on right now with the, the Guardians. He would be a, a huge addition. He would really solidify uh, what what was obviously the glaring weak point on, on the team last year. And um, boy, to see him. Closing out those games, I know Jose Leclerc did great and Josh Spores did great, but to see a, a proven closer doing that would be uh, uh, a, a huge get, in my opinion. We've talked about it. It's been 23 seasons since a team's won back-to-back titles. But for the Rangers, how much more difficult is it for this team just because maybe – and I don't – I'm not trying to be negative. Don't get me wrong. But uh-huh. maybe they caught lightning in a bottle a little bit. I mean, nobody goes on the road and wins 10 straight games on the road and goes undefeated. That just doesn't happen. I mean, sure. is this a team that maybe just hit their stride at the right time, caught lightning in a bottle, and nobody should expect this team to sit there? Maybe they contend for it, but being back in the World Series again next year is maybe a little bit <clears> – <throat> overblown <laughs> without well, being I mean, too I mean, negative. You're right. I mean, you know, they went 11 and 0 on the road and that's never been done. And, you know, but the teams that win the world series have to win on the road. Absolutely. And, and so, <laughs> they, they found a way to do that. Um, you know, they, they, they found a bullpen combination that worked with all these extra starters that they had. 
that they were able to squeeze into into the bullpen and and you know in the World Series, how big was John Gray? You know he mm-hmm. you, you know what he did in game what was it, game game three after Scherzer left, but he pitched he got five huge outs in game one. The Rangers don't win game one without John Gray. So there's a there's a combination of of, of ways to do things. And and maybe the Rangers struck on something, you know. Maybe 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 they're maybe they're setting a trend. But the you know you look at the '98 Yankees, <laughs> they were down they were down 2-0 to the Braves, who looked like an absolute juggernaut. And Jim Lehrer hit a home run in Game Three. Mm-hmm. The the Yankees had no business winning that game, and they did. And then that that started their dynasty. And they're different teams. Because the Yankees at the time had a pretty young core with a young Jeter and Posada and Pettit, but they also had veterans. So you know, if, if the Rangers, if the Rangers could be on, on the cusp of something like that. Now they have to go out and do it. They've shown the flavor, payroll flexibility. They have the savvy manager, uh, the, the the veteran pitching coach, all the things that, that the Yankees had at that time too. Uh, but I, you know, they did catch lightning in a bottle. I mean, nobody thought that. That the Rangers, who were what the five seed, or they were the, they were the five seed, mm-hmm. would, would go and and pull off what they did, um, especially after the way the, the regular season ended. But they're good too. You know, we saw it in, in May and June. Now the, the the October Rangers were the May and June Rangers, who were one of the best teams in the majors. When you look at this Ranger team and what they have in the farm system, Jeff. Is there somebody we should expect to make a stride to making the forty man in in in, in spring training when we get to Arizona? Well, I think um, the news that the, the um, Mariners have have signed um, Garver, Garver, yeah, uh, that that's going to open the door potentially for for Sam Huff, who's you know been in the system for a while. Uh, he's he's gotten better each time he's come up. Um, he had a great year at AAA. Uh, cut down on his strikeouts, walked a little bit more, uh, hit for a higher average. It, it looks like Sam Huff might be on his way, and he's he's the front runner here to to be the backup to, to Heim and um, and and then Justin Foscue, you know Garver, who who was able to DH so much. In the second half, he was such a he was such a a good player for for them uh, throughout the postseason and in the second half. Justin Foscu is a guy who can hit. He just he makes makes contact like crazy. He walked more than he struck out this year at Triple A. He's the mm-hmm. 2020 first round draft choice. He is on the 40 man along with Huff. I think that those are the two guys who have a really good chance to 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 make the roster out of out of spring training. Where are we at with this pitching staff that everybody is so excited about that's in the farm system? Is there one of those guys that is on the cusp of coming up, or we're still a couple of years away? Well, um, I, I, I lost you there. Were you talking about the starting pitchers? Yeah, the, the starting pitchers, the, the draft yeah. choices that we sure. were so excited about just a, a year yeah. ago, and now all of a sudden we, you know, you want to get them there as quickly as you possibly can, but you can't rush these guys. Well, that's just it. That's the thing about prospects is they all come at their own pace. You know, they're they're um, great players at, at whatever level they're at when they're drafted, mm-hmm. and then they uh, 
they, they face things they've never seen before. You know, they, they don't get to just blow guys away anymore. And, and Jack Leiter has learned that more than anybody. Um, you know, such a dominant college pitcher, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he just hasn't been very good. But the way he finished his year after they gave him the time off to, to work on his stuff, uh, he felt really, really good about it. Uh, Cole Wynn, who just right. hasn't done anything since, since AA, he just pitched in Puerto Rico uh, in the Winter League there and was fantastic. So, you know, you, you kind of you, you kind of maybe see some maturing here, uh, going to a different situation. You know, Jack Leiter has put in a different situation where he had to sit and watch baseball, you know, and, and, and uh, Cole Wynn had to go to a place where he – didn't speak the language and, and had to go into a completely new environment where he he didn't really know anybody. So um, to see them succeed was good. Uh, Owen White has a chance. I think he's on the 40-man roster, and, and he's probably the, the first guy right now. You know, if, if, let's say, John Gray tweaks a hamstring and they need a starter, it's going to be Owen White at this point. So, um, But those, those guys, they all come at their own pace, shouldn't really worry about it. But if, if there is a worry factor, I think it's with Colwyn. He's the guy that, you know, he's been on the 40-man for, for two years now and hasn't been able to make his, his major league debut. Really struggled at AAA. I think this is a big year for him. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. How important is that winter league to maybe more important for the younger guys than it is the older guys? You don't really want them going and playing baseball year-round, do you? No, and, and – you know, I think that that with, with um, some rare exceptions, like you see uh, Louis, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., who's the the NL MVP playing in Venezuela, right. they're not going to play all year, but they're going to go down there. They love their country. They want to they want to get at bats, and, and it kind of helps them stay sharp. But you know, you you will see some guys who are trying to get back into the major leagues. Uh, the Rangers have have signed two of them. You know, the, the two relievers this year, uh, uh, Diego Castillo and, and Jesus Tinoco, uh, two guys who are down there. It's like a showcase for them. Uh, but, yeah, y- younger guys you, you do want to see down there. And, uh, you know, Sam Huff was down there. Blaine Krim was down there, another guy who had the chance to get some at-bats this year. Um, so they, it, it serves a purpose. It, it helps the veteran guys get on radar, and it helps the young guys go to a new situation go to a place where they've never seen anything like it, never been in that environment, and they have to grow up a little bit. So uh, it, it, it's good all around. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us here in the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, tell them how they can get in touch with you with Rangers Today and keep up with the entire offseason and heading into spring training. Yeah, it's uh, rangerstoday.com. It's, right now, if you go out today, it's $48 for a year. Um, as of tomorrow, though, it's back to the regular price of 60 but it's still a bargain. Uh, we cover the minor leagues. We cover the major leagues. We were at uh, almost every postseason game. Not, not all of them, but we were there for, for game five. Um, you know, the, and it, it's, look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not some rookie. Huh? <laughs> this is going to be my seven, <laughs> this be my 17th season covering the team, so I think I know what I'm doing. So uh, go, go to rangersday.com, check us out, and you'll, you'll, uh, you won't regret a subscription. You absolutely will not. It's the best out there. Jeff, I appreciate it. Have a happy new year, and we'll catch up with you soon, man. All right, Ward. Same to you. Appreciate you. There he goes. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. And, again, 
as you go there today, $48 for an annual uh, subscription to Rangers today. I'm telling you, you can't beat it. You absolutely cannot beat it. He does the best job of covering it from the minors all the way up through the big leagues. He's been doing it a long time, and he knows this team inside and out. Yeah, there, and it's not even close. If you if you want all the latest inside information on the Texas Rangers, then uh, go to rangerstoday.com and subscribe because it's great. 48 bucks right now until tomorrow, so go get it. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, joining us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Press Box is brought to you by Pickup Outfitters and also brought to you by Scott's Lease Trailers. Stay right there. Hold your breath. She's back. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men christen the new Foster Pavilion January 2nd against Cornell. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off January 2nd. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat and John all season long. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. 
They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> Don't you just love that intro? I can mm. see the excitement on your faces when you hear it. I, I get excited every day. It takes you back. It does. When you were little. It takes me back. <laughs> when I was little. When you were little, remember? Why World of Sports on Saturday mornings and mm-hmm. I, I guess Sundays too. That's I when your new cartoons were over when you saw that. Yeah. Yep. 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 Cartoons were over. It's time to watch sports. Anyways. Yeah. Well, there was also at that time. And I'm not taking away from your time. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's all about you. <laughs> but at that time, there was a lot less football on TV. That's I mean, true. And you and, could see some great sports. Like, I remember watching Muhammad Ali and Leon Spinks on, yes. on Wild World of Sports. Yeah. Like, you didn't have I, to pay I think to it was watch replay, them. It replayed, but, like, it wasn't. It had happened a few days well, before. And you saw, I mean, just all types of sports on it. Yeah. But there was not. 15 football games on at one time no. at that right. time. I mean, you had the one game on Saturday. It was kind of like ABC. a smorgasbord. I mean, there was all kinds. Well, there was and, all kinds of stuff, but I mean, that was that's what yeah. you did on a Saturday is you watched the wild, wide world of sports and you would, you know, listen for Howard Cosell to mm-hmm. be able to take over. But there wasn't a, there wasn't a huge choice of if you wanted sports, or if you wanted football, or you wanted whatever, right. basketball, there wasn't a huge smorgasbord like there is now. There was a lot less channels, too. Yeah, you we're, can, we were talking before. We're talking three channels. Think about it. It was we three talk, channels. Yeah, well, you're pre-cable. Yeah. I mean, I they mean, didn't have where, ESPN and that's, Fox That's sports. what probably killed the wide world of sports, ABC's wide world of sports, was cable. Yeah. Yep. No, no, no doubt about it. Once uh, the first... Once the ESPN came on and even CNN back in the day mm, yeah. did dedicated sports at 25, uh, 25 and 55 every hour. Right. You know, so, I mean, yeah, they it changed really fast. You you went from having to wait for the newspaper and like the Sporting News and Sports Illustrated to get all your information 
to just getting it instantly. And I think you're right. I think that's what did it. Aaron, would, it was Aaron. I can just see Aaron. Wild World of Sports, then straight to Love Boat and Fantasy Island on Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> Go ride my bike in between. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be home for dinner, Mom. <laughs> All right, Stephanie's back with us. What do you have well, today? Well, I was on the Googles and I ran across. I this. Imagine that. <laughs> I know. And I ran across the story, and I just, I kind of you know, started laughing. Out. Before we get to the story. Okay. I want to know. Okay. <laughs> what? How much time do you spend on the Googles? A long time. Okay. I have to search I, and search. because Well, I just. You know, I, I could sit here. I, I, no, I'm talking about, even at home, you're on the Googles, I'm sure. I am. I'm sh- yes. Ask Scott. But yeah, I mean. You cooked your Christmas dinner with well, the Well, I was on the Googles. Yep. <laughs> I did because I had to know and like how, how you long. get the recipe and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, you're you're you're. I'm a Google queen. <laughs> I'm a Google queen. Okay. If I don't know the answer, I go to the Googles. That's what I was trying to get to. Okay. But yes. Didn't mean and to interrupt. That's it, okay. Just I I, <laughs> okay. I kind of had an idea that you're on that twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. They should pay me. Google <laughs> should pay me. So anyway. Maybe they will. I don't know if they're listening. Hey, but anyways, I came across the story. Mm-hmm. So there is this swimmer, and he's from oh, North no. Wales. We no, this is great. This is great. Don't roll your eyes. Don't huff and puff. <laughs> His name is Aaron, of all things. Oh. He's 28 years old, and he went to a bachelor party with his buddies. Oh, yeah? They all flew over and went to Vegas. Okay. Okay, so there's like 20 of them. So... They'd been drinking, you know, do what you do at a bachelor party. Okay. And so they all decided to go to the Hoover Dam. Oh, no. <laughs> this is hilarious. So Mr. Aaron Hughes from North Wales, remember, he's a swimmer. Mm-hmm. He's even going to, you know, be in the Olympics, possibly. He decided that he he's going. Olympic hopes. Hopes, Is what yes. you're saying. Okay. He's not on hopes the Hopes and dreams. He's, he's not, not on, on the, the team Olympic yet. not on the Olympic team. Okay. Not yet, but his goal is to. So after, you know binging and drinking he decided he wanted to take a dip so all his friends are like yeah get in the hoover dam and swim well that's not a good idea it is not it is also very illegal yeah i would think okay well i didn't know this okay that the hoover dam is like 726 feet wide Mm -hmm. it's huge have you not been to the hoover dam i've been to it but i've been on the bridge thing it's like i I didn't get in the water i didn't measure it you're not supposed to get in the water well yeah he did (laughs) (laughs) but i i didn't realize how big it was off the bridge that or he slid down the thing oh my gosh i don't mean i don't think he could dive off because i don't know how deep it is well it's i don't I don't either, but it's I mean, a I don't long know. way down. It is a long way down, but I don't know. I, he didn't. I should go back to the Googles, but it didn't really tell me. <laughs> he probably slid down. or You know, I know there are stairs that you can take down that people work with. So I don't know if he broke in, did the stairs. They didn't go into that. Just that he got in the water and he swam the length of it in 30 minutes. He said he was fueled by alcohol and that's how he was able to do it. Fueled by, by alcohol. alcohol. Exactly. So <laughs> the dam actually, you know... Um, goes from the Black Canyon on the Colorado River near Vegas. Right. Well, when he got to the end, he was caught by the border, <laughs> on the border of Arizona, Nevada, by the state police waiting for him. Well, you think? But the only thing that saved him is those hydraulic, electric 
turbines, that circle. I don't know how that... See, that's what makes it so dangerous to me. You're not... They'd kill you. Well, the only reason why he made it through is because uh, nine of them weren't running or were running and one wasn't. So if you had all 10 turbines going, there's no way. I mean, and people have tried it before and they said that 275 people in the past 10 years have died. Well, this fool... Are he you made serious? It. There's been 275 idiots that's tried that to have swim. tried to swim this without <laughs> permission, and that he is lucky. I don't think you could get permission if you wanted it. No, it's illegal. <laughs> so, but he manages to make it first off off the bridge. 275 into people in 10 years. Are like, you kidding me? You know that they had to drive in from Vegas. They'd been drinking or something. I mean, who does that? <sighs> I don't. I don't know. Why would you even? I don't know, but I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, this fool. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm going for a dip. And he actually makes it through and he does it in 30 minutes, doesn't die, and then gets off, gets out, and there's the state police right there. But you think? <laughs> he's like, well, I got fine, but I did it. I think it's hilarious. If you look this up, it's this drunk guy became the first to swim so across the Hoover Dam. <laughs> and he just says, he says, yeah, we'd been drinking. I was at a bachelor party. Bachelor party. And so he said, hey, I'm going to go for a dip. And so all his all his guy friends were tearing him on. So he did. And he managed to make it. Didn't die. And he said right. it was fueled by alcohol. That's the only reason why I made it. It's the only reason why he got in it. First off, yeah. First I mean, off, let's, yeah. Let's be, <laughs> let's be real honest about it. But I think it's hilarious, honestly. And then he makes, you know, he makes like internet news. He makes it on the Googles. It was also 45 to 50 degrees outside when he did this. <laughs> That's great. It's the desert. It even, it's cold. Well, yeah. I mean. And he was fined a big total of. Was it like three or four hundred dollars? 330 bucks. I know. I would do it for 330 bucks. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Please tell me you're not. <laughs> well, if those turbine things weren't running, I don't want to get it. I don't even know what those things do. Produce electricity? I mean, I don't even know. Why is the Hoover Dam there in the first place? I don't even know. Just to be pretty? Electricity. That's electricity. Okay, so I was it right. It basically powers Vegas, doesn't it? I think or, that's or a big part of that's it. That's a big part of it, yeah. yeah. Well, I know it was like started being constructed in like the 30s. And then President uh, Roosevelt was the one who, like, dedicated it or did the ribbon cutting or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I would do it. I'd make my no, daughter you, go with me because she's a swimmer. So in case I started to drown, she could swim after me. It, it provides power for Nevada and parts of Arizona and California. So, so wow. those turbines it, yes. go out. They're in trouble. Four billion kilowatt hours of hydroelectric power every year. Which I don't. I've, I'm assuming that's a that's a lot. A very huge. Okay, amount. so remember the movie Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Okay, you know where they shut down Vegas and all the electricity. Mm -hmm. I think the guy like broke into the Hoover Dam or, that, or went underneath the city to stop right? the turbine so they could to let the you know electricity go off. I think it's funny. This guy <laughs> swims in the Hoover Dam and and survives all because of alcohol. I think it's. See? You think that's Just the only say reason no. why he survived? Just say no, kids. Say no. I, I'm not sure <laughs> that the alcohol is why he survived. No, it's not. I think it's the alcohol that put him in the situation. Put him in the situation, <laughs> but how he also made it in 30 minutes. 
But he was lucky that not all those turbines were going because if all of them would have been going, they say that he would not have made it. But I think it's funny. <laughs> like, what a fool. I just, I remember my 20s. <laughs> Barely. Uh, Barely. Really? But I do remember my 20s. I mean, I was a good girl. I was oh, a good girl. Okay. Yeah, I was. But still, so. I mean, I had my moments. But, I mean, you know, I was good in college. Right. That's where you're supposed to do stuff. I don't Not bad stuff, but I mean, you know, you're supposed to. Hey, when my kids are in college, I don't want to know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't want to get that phone call. Hey, mom. That's probably a good idea. me out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it, I think I thought that was kind of funny. It's it's outrageous, is what it is. Let's just go dipping in the Hoover Dam. I don't know how he got. That is because it, it does. So the three it articles does, that I read, it doesn't, it doesn't tell you how he got down there. He, surely he didn't jump off the dam. And no, you can't slide hit. down that. It, it is kind of angled, but it is angled. It's concrete. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think it would. I don't know what you would. You'd get road slide rash. Yes. Yeah, but I think there's. You would not be. If, I mean, yeah, I've been there to. There has it. to be stairs. There's stairs be and elevator. I think that you can go down to like certain levels. So he right. had to have done you that. Get closer to where you could probably jump off. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Somehow he got to it, but he's the only one that has survived. <laughs> Out of 275 people who have tried. Dum-dums that have tried it exactly. before. <laughs> it's like those guys that are like, hey, I'm going to walk across Niagara Falls on a thin rope. What do you call that thing that you do in the circus? You know, Tight rope. Tight rope. That's it. Have you ever seen those guys that are, <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm gonna just go across Niagara Falls or, hey, I'm going to go across the Hoover Dam, or I'm just going to slide down into the dam. Go to Niagara Falls and I just, go over go over Niagara Falls in a barrel? Yeah, no, that's stupid. That's a death wish. Has about the success rate of zero of uh, swimming in the Hoover Dam. I think someone has survived. I, th- I think there's like one or two. I might yeah, have done a story Yeah, not many, but once. there's been a lot more do that but than, he's kayaked. than the Hoover Dam thing. And but he's kayaked, so he's strapped in, so he knows how to, I guess, flip and turn, but... Nope. I don't know. Nope. You're not going to see me do that. I don't. You no know me. Way. I don't even get in the ocean. If I can't see the bottom, I don't even do the ocean. That's why I'm not a very good swimmer. You don't do the lake. I know. Ooh. Who wants to do that? That is not fun. There's fish and dead bodies. You don't know what's down there. You can't even you don't see. Know that there's dead bodies. There might down be there. dead bodies. I've, I've watched Godfather. <laughs> I think there was a big mafia the presence fellas? in Central Texas. There might have been back in the day. <laughs> you never know. You All never right. know. But anyways, I that was a feel good story. That's interesting. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I still can't believe there's 275 people, people in 10 years who have tried this and have died. And this guy from England. What would possess you to try? I guess alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it I'll, is Vegas. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Steph. All right. Y'all have a good afternoon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. We'll be back right after this on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Big 12 Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women opening Big 12 play Saturday, December 30th in Austin against Texas. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Road trip. 
take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters. Well, 2023 is almost over, and here we are making plans for 24. As you know, for several years, we've been battling truck nudity in Central Texas. It's been a tough fight, but we've gained a lot of ground making our roads safe and decent from naked trucks. But every now and then, we see a truck without a stitch of accessory on it. No bed cover, grill guard, toolbox. Heck, some trucks don't even have steps on them. So as you think about what you'd like to accomplish, we invite you to join our cause in 24. And we're going to help you in this final week of the year. If you own a truck without anything on it, or you have a friend or neighbor with a naked truck, please send them to the brand new location of Pickup Outfitters on West Waco Drive. We've got lots of specials and free incentives to close out the year. Check them out online at createacommotion.com. Happy New Year from Pickup Outfitters, 4535 West Waco Drive in Waco. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Oh, you can let that ride. Love that song. Yeah, you can let that ride. <laughs> Love that. Welcome back to the Press Box presented by Scott's Lease Trailers and Pickup Outfitters here on this Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday as we get bowl games started. The Quick Lane Bowl just about ready to get underway. 
with Bowling Green and Minnesota coming up. I I think the Golden Gophers have a have a chance in this one, in my opinion. But we'll see how that all plays out. I'm still the game I want to see more today than any other is Texas State and Rice in the first responders bowl in Dallas. And then I'll tune in to Kansas and UNLV in the guaranteed rate bowl coming up tonight. Three bowl games that we're really getting in. I mean, we've had bowl season leading up to this. Right, but it really starts it really, after Christmas. Yes, it's really starting to get into gear now, isn't it? There'll be multiple games, I think, every day this week. Double-check that. Yes, every day this week. At least four or three, and then leading up to four all the way to January 1st. So, there, And there's some good ones on tap. There really is. I think we're going to get a treat today with Texas State and Rice, Kansas, and UNLV. I don't know. And, look, I, I could be completely wrong, but I – I don't know enough about Bowling Green, but I think Minnesota's probably going to take this one pretty handily. And I, I could be 100% wrong. I've been wrong once before. But we'll see how it all plays out. So, bowl season underway. And you're right. Three today, four every day of the week until the new year. And then on the first, there is five, including the college football semifinals. There you go. Yeah, this is the week where it really kicks up a notch. Yeah, it kicks up a little bit. It's a fun time. Dallas Cowboys <laughs> cannot get it done against the Dolphins. And I don't think, in my opinion, you can lay this at the feet of the defense. You just can't. I mean, they held a very good Miami Dolphins football team to field goals. Only one touchdown given up, Aaron. And that's that's not what the Dolphins are about. So the defense did their part. And if I would have told you, hey, the Cowboys are going to hold the Dolphins to 22 points, would you have said, well, they're still going to get beat? No. There's no. no way. No way. They hold the Dolphins to 22 points, and they cannot get past them because the offense was just, again... Well, they don't have a running game. None. At all. Zero. Pollard is not anywhere close to where he was last year. He's got no explosiveness. I I didn't... I didn't didn't like the signing at the time. The run game is awful. It's bared out through the year because they thought he was going to be Tony Pollard last year. You're never the same player after an injury like that. Never. That type of injury. Ever. And that's why I said, do not do this with this guy. And I didn't even want him to give him the franchise tag, but they did. And that's fine. It's better to give him the franchise tag than signing to a long term deal, in my opinion. So I was okay with that. But I did not think that he was the answer. The other problem is why in the world, in early in this ball game, do you go to CD Lamb? And you have some success, and you you don't target C.D. Lamb again. I mean, zero targets to C.D. Lamb in the second, third quarter. That should never happen. Should Ever. never happen. I don't care if he's got zero targets. I don't care if he's got Dion over there on him. 
He should never go two quarters without a target. He's your number one guy. And he's probably in the top three or four receivers in the league. Could be, yeah. Pretty much uncoverable. I... For a whole game, anyway. I do not understand how you can go two full quarters and then you don't go to him until the last drive in the fourth quarter. Zero targets. Zero. The guy who filled in for Tyrant Smith, he started the game out okay, but in that period that you're talking about, he was terrible. He He was basically playing the part of a bullfighter, you know, ole, and they were running right by him. And yet you're right, but that doesn't that doesn't mean you still don't find a way to get the ball in C.D. Lamb's hand. No, there's plenty run of a, ways you can do it really quickly. Run a screen. Yeah. Run a run a jet sweep. Anything. You got to get the ball in the hands of your playmakers, and zero targets is unexcusable. And you got to lay that at the feet of Mike McCarthy. Yeah. One hundred percent. And as good as he has been at some points in play calling, how do you have a mental breakdown like that? Because that's – I don't get that. I really, really do not get not trying to find a way to get the ball into 88's hands. I understand. We want to establish the run. You can't. Right. You don't have a you, running game. You can't. Yeah. It's just and, and, not And there. what they need to do with that is – really make it West Coast, the Texas Coast offense or whatever, make it close to the West Coast. If you can't – if he can't get – if you can't block for him and, and get him free in the running game, throw screens to him. That's still been pretty successful. Not as successful as last year when he was more explosive. Mm-hmm. But, gee, you can get the ball out to him in space. He still runs tough. He's still got speed. You know, but they're not doing that either. They just – just are content to run off tackle and not throw to C.D. Lamb for three quarters. And you're right; it's pretty, uh, pretty perplexing. It's frustrating. Pretty perplexing. Yeah, it's absolutely frustrating for Cowboy fans of the reason why you can't find a way to make this offense work on a consistent basis. And I think that that's the most frustrating thing that Cowboy fans have to look at is. It's just not consistent. And I get it. If if you're at home, you're in the comfort zone and everything. But as a play caller, Mike McCarthy has to get better. Because well, you can't just be comfortable at home. You've got to be on the road. And the scary thing about this Cowboys team is, hey, if you're a Cowboy fan, guess what? You're going to be on the road. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. not going to be a good turnout if it completely stays the way it is on the road right now because I don't care if they go to Philly I don't care if they go to San Francisco I don't care if they go to Tampa Bay I really don't care where they go this team has not shown the ability to play away from AT&T Stadium well play good teams away it, it, teams outside of the well, guess a, what NFC when you get in the no playoffs, I understand that I understand that but playoffs, you could have be good team you could have a bad team in the first round there's a chance of that Atlanta is not a good team, and they can still win that division. Right. Okay. And, they, and, and and Cowboys would boat race them. Now, then they'd just go get probably destroyed by San Francisco, but they can, this offense functions at a super high level against bad defenses and a very poor level against good to great defenses. And I know that's simplistic, but no, that just it, shows you that they, 
this offense should be scoring points on every defense with the weapons they have and with the way the rules are set up in the NFL that favor the quarterbacks and favor the receivers, especially the quarterbacks. Okay, so okay. they should be scoring against everybody, and they're not, and that falls on McCarthy. And it, it falls on McCarthy, and I'm sorry, it falls on Dak. Well, everybody's going to blame Dak every time. If he if he had another name, people would be talking about. I mean, like he led him to the game-winning touchdown, but the defense couldn't hold. Mm-hmm. That that that's happened does a dozen times in Dak's career, at least, including twice against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, which nobody ever mentions when they talk about Dak can't win it for him and Dak can't put the team on his shoulders and blah, blah, blah. You know, he did yesterday. He got him the lead. He's done that a lot in his career when the defense didn't hold. I I don't think this is on the defense. This is on the offense. Defense did what they could. When the offense scores late in the game and gets you the lead, you have to get a stop, period. I don't care if it's the all-star team on on the other side of the ball. You have to get a stop. And they, he led them down the field. wasn't a field goal. It was a touchdown. They had to have a touchdown. But And then the defense couldn't get a stop. They weren't even close to getting a stop. Miami went right down the field. Did they even have a third down on that drive? No. It was pitiful. That It, it is on the defense to me. I just – you No, you, it's – You have this, to come up. This loss it, is on the offense. If you, if you blame Dak when he doesn't come up, when the defense isn't playing well, you can't blame him. I, I, he's not an MVP, and he's not a quarterback that's going to win you a Super Bowl. Bottom line. You don't know that. I do Th- know that's that. That's not true at all. He, Byron Anderson, Tarleton State University. He'll come up next, and we'll talk a little Cowboys with him as well. Coming up right here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back to throw, looking left, looking right. Only heard here. Pumps, runs out to the left. All season. Throws on the run left at the 7 and strolls in. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Detroit Lions live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Lions, Saturday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree that they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks. 
fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar, where you can also enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace in Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Jay here from Pickup Outfitters. Well, 2023 is almost over, and here we are making plans for 24. As you know, for several years, we've been battling truck nudity in Central Texas. It's been a tough fight, but we've gained a lot of ground making our roads safe and decent from naked trucks. But every now and then, we see a truck without a stitch of accessory on it. No bed cover, grill guard, toolbox. Heck, some trucks don't even have steps on them. So as you think about what you'd like to accomplish, we invite you to join our cause in 24, and we're going to help you in this final week of the year. If you own a truck without anything on it, or you have a friend or neighbor with a naked truck, please send them to the brand new location of Pickup Outfitters on West Waco Drive. We've got lots of specials and free incentives to close out the year. Check them out online at createacommotion.com. Happy New Year from Pickup Outfitters, 4535 West Waco Drive in Waco. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this Tuesday, Bowling Green up on Minnesota right now, 7 to nothing, early in the first quarter in Minnesota driving as they are inside the red zone. Joining us now is the voice of the Tarleton Texans, and it is Byron Anderson. Hey, Byron, Merry Christmas a little bit late, and Happy New Year. How you doing, man? Good, man. How's, how's old uh, Ward White's doing? Doing yeah, well. Christmas. Yes, I did. I did. Got you to spend it with family. You got, you got some of those... Uh, Family pajama pictures in? I did not. I'm sorry. We, I do not do the family pajamas. Did you guys do the family pajamas? If my wife tells me to, I do. <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect answer. Yes. Oh, that's great. Tarleton State University basketball right now. Head coach Billy Gillespie, ongoing medical circumstances. And Joseph Jones taking over is acting head coach for Coach Gillespie while he's going to be out for a little while. What does Coach Jones bring to the table for this basketball team? Uh, you know, a lot of experience. Uh, yeah. A guy that's played 14 years professionally uh, in, you know, in Europe. He was, uh, you know, All-American at Texas A&M. He's mm-hmm. a Hall of Famer there. Mm-hmm. Um, played four years, and, you know, he's – Got a lot of experience. I think he brings a lot. You know, he's already bringing it to the post. I, you know, um, Billy is, you know, Coach Gillespie is a guy that is a, you know, he's a general out there. Um, he is, you know, he knows what he wants. He knows how to go about getting it. He's a great recruiter. And he is a, 
you know, really good at knowing exactly what he wants. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to replace that kind of experience and a guy that's had that much success, but you know, I, I think there's a stat and I think out of his a hundred and I think Billy Gillespie has 196 wins now. And Joseph Jones has been there with him either as a player, as a coach or as a coach for 116. Wow. Those wins. Yeah. So if anybody knows uh, what he expects, uh, on the court, I think it's it's probably Joseph Jones. And so, you know, there's going to be learning opportunities for him. I know that, that Coach Jones still talks to Billy. And, you know, they uh, even though Billy can't be there uh, physically, he's there and, you know, he's watching the games and he's helping. Uh, Joe's got to make those calls in the, in, in the you know, during the, uh, during the game. And he's done – I think he's done a really good job so far. You can really see that, uh, as they say, the apple hasn't fallen – far from the tree. Uh, but yeah, I think Jones probably the, the difference is um, I think the players probably as far as uh, in the game probably can relate to him because he's been in those situations on the court. You know what I mean? Billy, good player in his day, but uh, I think even he'd tell you not near as good as Joseph Jones was. And, and Jones has played at the highest, you know, I think sweet 16 elite eight. I can't remember for sure at Texas A&M. I think it was elite eight that they made it to uh, back in the late uh, 2000 or late in the aughts. And so he's a guy that has that experience and players, you know, um, players look up to that. And, you know, I, I've noticed things when he, he's much more, uh, you know, they're at the free throw line, the other team's shooting free throws and Jones sees something and, you know, tells it to, to one of our best bigs, Keandre Gaddy, you know, he looks at him eye to eye and it's just kind of a little bit of a, a hand gesture or a, you know, or, or just a little tip that he's given him. Hey, you know, and it's something about, you know, it might be getting positioned down low. It might be, you know, getting that ball in off a made basket, you know, just little things like that. So I think uh, hard to replace a guy like Billy Gillespie for sure. Uh, but I think if anybody is capable of doing it and doing it the way that, that, that Billy would have in mind. I think, I think Joseph Jones is, is definitely a guy that he could do it, but it's, it's been fun to watch him. He's, he's certainly a little bit different. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of times players at least early on reacted that well. And that was a good, the next question I was going to ask you, Byron is how do the players respond to him and how important is that comfort level with Coach Jones being there before and, and being around these players, just having that comfort zone with the players and that camaraderie that they already had, how important was that in the transition of this situation that they're in now? You know, I don't know if I can put my finger on that for sure, but I would say, you know, it's it's obviously he's been around. He's the He's been here the whole time. Um, he came a couple of months after Coach Gillespie mm-hmm. got the job originally four years ago. He's been here since that time and again. Yeah, it's really important for the players to be comfortable with those kind of things. You know, the um, I think it's it, you know the other thing is it's good for them to have this time in non-conference play. They'll wrap up their non-conference schedule uh, later this week when they take on uh, Lowell Marymount uh, this weekend, and then uh, it will be you know January fourth starts up with conference games. So. Mm-hmm. Those two sides, you know, or they're on the same side, but but Coach Jones being there and and them being able to get used to him and what he expects during that time, I think, uh, will benefit. But of course, we're we're all holdouts that that Billy will, you know, uh, make full recovery 
from from you know what he's got going on and and the goal is for him to be back on the on the uh on the court and on the sideline and and you know barking out orders and and running practices and stuff like that that's what you know we're we're hoping for this holiday season as a as a tarleton family byron anderson voice of the tarleton texans assistant ad at uh, tarleton state university and he's mentioned getting into conference play and I, I know you study this and you're excited to get into conference play, but what does this conference look like for the Texans? Well, you know, I think the the WAC in the last couple of years has been one of the better, uh, you know, conferences, especially on the men's side from a from a mid major uh, area. They have, you know, it's a little bit different this year um, than it has been the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, New Mexico State and and Sam Houston have moved on uh, to different conferences. Um, so that, it, it looks a little bit different. Uh, but I think you're t- you know you still got teams like you know Grand Canyon and California Baptist and Stephen F. Austin and UTA teams that have uh, and SFA and Stephen F. Austin. I have to mention them. The the run they had a couple of years ago in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think it's a really good conference. I think uh, the Texans, you know, right now they're eight and four on the season, beat some good teams. They've lost the last two, but you know, it was a, it was a six point game with four minutes to go against the number seven team in the nation in Tennessee on the road in Knoxville last week. I think they made a, uh, it ends up being a 19 point game because they go on a run there towards the end. Texans trying to get back into it. But as far, yeah, as far as the conference goes, I mean, Grand Canyon, uh, with Sam Houston and New Mexico State leaving, Grand Canyon is uh, the team I kind of look to to be um, the top dog. They're ten and one overall. They've won the conference uh, a couple of times over the last couple of years. Utah Valley, UTA, Stephen F. Austin, those are schools. Abilene Christian. I mean, they're zero and two in conference play to start off, but you know everybody remembers. I think it was three years ago their first year eligible for the, the NCAA tournament. They took down Texas in the first round. So. Um, you know, you never know. Uh, games can change over the holidays. Teams change a lot. They grow up. You know, it's kind of odd to have those two games uh, before the break that we had. And luckily, the, the Texans beat SFA and they beat um, UTRGV to start off the conference season. So I think it could be a really good year. You know, we still can't go to the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. We learned that with football this year. I think we might've had a chance of making the FCS playoffs in football. We were eight and three and uh, the two games we lost in the conference, one was to in overtime and double overtime and the other one by one point. So, you know, it's, uh, we look forward to go to the Western athletic conference uh, tournament in Vegas come March make a nice run there. And then, you know, I think the goal would be at the end of the season to make something like the NIT. Uh, And, you know, last year we played in the CTI. So, you know, having that experience for the the fans and for the players will be really good. But the WAC WAC always does well and represents, um, you know, pretty well for a mid-major conference. I think it's uh, fun to watch. There's a lot of really good games. And, you know, it's college basketball, man. There's, what, 300 and – 60 teams or something like that right. at Division One level. So there's good basketball just about wherever you find it, and I think the WAC certainly has that. On the uh, side of the football going on right now, Todd Witten named UAC Coach of the Year. That's yeah. a pretty big deal. 
Oh, yeah. You know, there's always games, Ward, where you can say, and, and you do these games. I know you do play-by-play -play as well. Where, you know, everybody, I'm, I'm kind of a guy that likes to play it down the middle. Don't get me wrong. I'm a homer on the radio when the game starts. But outside of that, I think uh, people can go, well, we should be 10-1 and one or whatever. I think, though, realistically, you can look at some of the games. You know, you have a game uh, against southeastern Louisiana that we we get lucky at the end of the game and we win 14-13 to 13 because – uh, the kicker kicks into the back of his own center. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there's other games where we're up 20 to nothing at the half, and, and Utah Tech comes back and beats us 27-26. Uh, our All-American running back didn't fumble all season. His one fumble uh, led to a touchdown at the end of the game that that beat us when we're trying to run out the clock with less than a minute or less than two minutes left in the game. You get a first down, and the and the game's over, and he fumbles, and and he just hadn't done that all year. Uh, and then there was that double overtime game at Eastern Kentucky where you, you miss a literally a 20-yard field goal to win the game that just kind of a high snap and a hook to the left on a kicker that at the time was 12 for 12. But you look at it, you know, I think realistically you could say you, you take one here, you give one there. We gave away two. We should have won for sure in conference play. And, yeah, you know, Todd Witten, what can you say? You know, it starts, it starts with this school at the top with the commitment that the uh, leadership has, has given to this, not just, you know, at the Tarleton level, but at the A&M level with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Chairman Sharp committing to this program like he has. Uh, and then, you know, our president, Dr. Hurley, has, has done a lot. I think Todd will tell you that. And, and given these guys the tools that they need to go out and recruit like they need to, um, you know, it, it makes a big difference when, when these, you know, for almost all these games, these guys are getting a charter. Uh, to the games they're not having to ride on buses like we did when we were division two schools um, and so those little things like that you know you don't necessarily show up on paper but it makes a difference for how the guys feel and, and Todd's done a great job of finding players um, and and putting them in the right position you know next year I'm really excited you know this is a really good offense uh, led by you know offensive coordinator Mason Miller who uh, is a disciple of, of a number of different people uh, but most recently, uh, Mike Leach, you know, he was the uh, mm -hmm. offensive line coach there, came over to call plays here and had a great first year. He'll bring back, you know, every single person. I don't know that – I don't think we had anybody from our offense go into the into the portal this year, and literally every single starter will return to start next year. Now, defense lost a lot of kiddos to, to, uh, to graduation, and we lost a couple to the portal. Um, but – but I, I think, you know, you look at a guy like Tyra Nix, who's, you know, he's been defensive coordinator at the Division One level for like 19 years now. Uh, they'll reload, and, I, you know, kicker comes back. And I, I think the Texans next year when they go to uh, – when conference starts in the UAC, I think they will be uh, probably favored to win the conference, if you were to ask me. And so, yeah, what Todd has done, I mean – Stepping back from the offense this year a little bit still helps with it, certainly. But what he has done in the last couple of years of, of this reclassification, you know, it's only paralleled by really two other schools, and that's uh, North Dakota State and South Dakota, Dakota State. And, you know, one of those teams where they win like something like six or seven out of ten North Dakota State right. FCS championships. And then South Dakota State won it last year, and they will compete in it again this year. And I think, you know, if that's if we stay at the FCS level, you know, there's talk of us, uh, you know, moving at some point. 
uh, whether it's with the conference that we're in right now or to another one. I think those are all possibilities you have to look at. But the thing is, um, you know, if if that is any kind of, um, you know, clue as to what's to come for the Texans, I think people can be very excited because those three teams are the only ones that have had winning seasons every single year during their reclassification uh, period. And next season, I think the Texans make their first appearance in the FCS playoffs, man. And I, I to tell you, uh, I don't ever want to wish time away or anything like that. I've got young kiddos like you once had, and and uh, we don't wish time away. But, man, you know, I guess we want to wait till the football season's totally over, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait till next August to get it going again. And, hey, you know, the other thing is we're going to be coming down your way. You're going to try and talk to me probably two or three times uh, over the summer and then leading up to the first game because we get to come out there and face those old bears and, I don't know. It's one I might keep an eye on. <laughs> Should be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. Uh, Byron, also I wanted to ask you about recruiting for yeah. this Texan football team. And one of the things that I think that you can look at is Tarleton finished fourth nationally in average attendance across the entire FCS. That's got to be a huge tool that – coach Witten can use and the staff can use by saying look you come here you're going to be in front of a lot of people each and every week yeah you know a lot of those ward i think that's a great point recruiting i, I probably didn't point out and things that he gets you know the the thing that that todd talks about during our radio show and and just when i visit with him or when you hear him talk to donors or or to uh i, I don't get to hear him talk to recruits i'm not part of that uh but you know, when he tells me about what is the biggest thing, the biggest thing is, is what I've already mentioned. They're going to be able to play in the postseason next year. You know, there's no more of this. You know, the biggest tool that other teams were using against him and against the Texans was, hey, that's great and all, but you can't play in the postseason if you go there. Mm-hmm. And that's no longer the case. You know what I mean? That's That has changed now. So that's number one. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the attendance of the fans – you know, when you come to Tarleton, it's hard to see. You know, it's hard to see. They can tell you those numbers or whatever. Until you experience, it's hard to see. But I think not just the fans, but the community. You know what I mean? It's 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 got a small town feel, and there's a lot of recruits that really like that. It's uh, it's growing for sure. One of the fastest growing towns in uh, the state of Texas. But you know, it's that. It's it's the new. You know, in 2019, we opened a new side of the stadium. In 2021 or 22, we, we put new stands in the end zone to, uh, to help with the, you know, the amount of fans that we have at the games. Uh, we just finished in, in the fall of 2022, we just finished a, uh, a brand new addition to the field house that includes a nutrition center. Um, and, and a barber shop of all things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a barber shop in it. So, you know, if, if they want to, um, if I want to get my head shaved, I guess on game day or the day before game, we can get that done. I can get a nice fade or something like that. So the four hairs that I still have on my head, I can swirl them around or something. But yeah, I mean, there's just a, you know, there's that, you know, they're, they're going to redo the weight room. There's going to be, I think we're going to be doing a new, um, redoing some of the other parts of the stadium in the upcoming years, you know, additions to the baseball fields and softball fields and upgrades, uh, there's we've got a we've cut ground on a new stadium uh or excuse me a new arena I should mm-hmm. say that will open in you know 2025 so um it's 
there's just a ton going on. You know, and I think the only school in Texas that has more construction going on uh, in a dollar per to- dollar area is actually Texas A&M. They're really, whether it be our, you know, the leadership, and, and I don't mean to be, uh, you know, keep going back to that, but that's where it all starts, man. Right. Is, is they've, they've really made a commitment. That's one of the things you can look out and say, hey, you know, being part of the Texas A&M system, you know, obviously you got those Aggies, and then, you know, right there next to them, uh, those Texans are coming on pretty strong as well. So I think that's pretty pretty exciting to uh, be a part of that. I know it is, and, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what next year brings and when it comes to football, man, because it's my favorite time of the year, buddy. Absolutely. Byron Anderson, voice of the Texans and assistant AD at Tarleton State University. And you got a great thing about to happen the Tarleton Athletic Hall of Fame Golf Tournament is coming up, and it's going to be centrally located in Fort Worth. Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, we we have been, you know. Also, uh, I'm a I do the broadcast. I run the broadcasting for Tarleton State University, and I'm also uh, involved with fundraising as well. And one of the things that we do, you know, we have the big Plowboy Golf Tournament during the summer. Right. So we're looking for something to. Um, that you've played in many times, War. Um, mm-hmm. But we're looking for something that um, we can do during the winter to help continue to raise funds for Tarleton Athletics. This one will specifically benefit our academics uh, fund. We, you know, as we get more student athletes, we've added I think 120 and four or five teams um, in the last couple of years since we moved to Division One. But you know, there is a need for for funding for academics. Uh, you know, we talk about all the things that happen with on the field and all the great things with the football team, but maybe the best thing is, is been our APR that we've had during this time. And as far as we've been able to go back and look since they started doing these reclassifications, we can't find anybody that's had a higher uh, APR, which is a combination of, you know, grades and graduation rates and all these other numbers. And basically for football or basketball or baseball, it's how you stay eligible. You drop below these certain numbers and your team can't play in the, in the postseason. And Tarleton has been the best that we can go back and look at and find over at least the last 20-some years um, when it comes to who's had the highest APR. So we're very proud of that, but that takes you know takes support. And if you're a Tarleton fan, you know, what better way to support the university, the sports side of it, what we're doing, than to, to come and, and participate in what we're what we've deemed the uh, Hall of Fame golf tournament. You don't have to be a Hall of Famer to play in it, um, but um, we will have a lot of Hall of Fame members there that you can you know hang out with and maybe play golf with. Um, it's 500 for a team, mm-hmm. 125 for individual. You can there's sponsorships if you're a company and you like to sponsor it, you can do that as well. But basically, it's at Top Golf in Fort Worth, and it's uh, going to be three hours. We're going to do it on Pro Bowl Sunday because good Lord knows nobody watches the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Not anymore. If you're like me, it'll be the first time uh, on Sundays I come out of my football cocoon from watching <laughs> whether it be the Cowboys or NFL Sunday ticket or whatever it is. I'll come out of my, my football cocoon and, and uh, kind of say hello and spread my wings for what will be a great spring. But we're going to have great prizes. We got, you know, there'll be a long drive competition. You can win a uh, PXG driver, uh, Generation Five. There'll be uh, first place for the tournament. We'll win custom Nike Tarleton logo uh, tennis shoes that are pretty cool. We, nice. You know, we kind of we kind of ask people what they wanted, and they want things that they can't get other places. So 
you can't get a Tarleton, you know, uh, unless you get them custom made, you can't get them done. And you got to know somebody too, to get the purple shoes, uh, that Nike has, that's called a, that's called a team original or a Nike authentic. So first place team will get that. There's no cheating. Um, we'll have somebody there that actually runs the tournament with top golf. Um, so you can't, you can't cheat. There won't be any of these pencil pushers, right? That, that That's one of the things I love going playing golf tournaments, but when I see, I'm not a great golfer, but I see four dudes that win the tournament that are worse than me. It always makes me scratch my bald head. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have, uh, we hope to have a lot of uh, Tarleton alumni there. And, and you know, that the great thing about Top Golf is you can be like me. You don't have to be a great golfer. You can go out there and have fun. We'll have free food that's included. You can get yourself some adult, belver- adult beverages if you'd like to. There won't be, you know, it's, there's heaters there. So if it's right. 25 degrees, you can still go outside. There'll be heaters out there. It's covered. If you've never done top golf, this is a great job, great chance to get involved in it. We'll have a silent auction. We're going to make some money for a good cause and, and have some fun while doing it. Should be a whole lot of fun. That's at Top Golf yeah. Sunday, February 4th, 12 to uh, to uh, about 3, 3 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, and if you want more information, go to tarletonsports.com right. slash H-O-F. That stands for Hall of Fame, tarletonsports.com slash H-O-F. H-O-F, and you can get on and hop on and check it out. Should be a whole lot of fun. Can't wait to be there. Byron Anderson with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Byron. Cowboys can't get it done yesterday against the Dolphins. If I would have told you that the Cowboys would hold the Dolphins to 22 points, would you have said, well, there's no way the Cowboys lose that game? No, I don't know if I'd have said that. Um, you know, the, the Dolphins can put up points. I mean, 22 is not bad, but, you know, I knew, kind of knew what we had come. It's a rough time, you know. You're missing guys, and you're going to have to play without them. But when you, you know, it reminds me a little bit earlier this season when we had that loss to Arizona when you're missing guys like, you know, Smith and, and Martin and the other Smith as well, you know, the uh, Tyron Smith and, and – uh, the left guard as well, but now my deal with the Cowboys this year, Ward, and I don't, I'm sure you guys talk about it. You know, it doesn't really mean anything and I don't care until the playoffs. I mean, I care every game and I watch them every game. Uh, but, but the thing is they've got to do it in the playoffs. This other stuff, you know, I hope they get good seating. I hope somehow Philadelphia loses and we get one home game that would help us get to the second round. But to me, man, if we don't get to the, if we don't at least get to the MC, uh, NFC Championship game, it's a failure of a year. I'm, I'm glad to see Dak doing great things. That's really fun, um, you know. But can they do it when it really matters? And it doesn't seem like they have. And and you know, every team has made me feel better that last night San Francisco got kind of pounded by the Ravens to kind of see that everybody's had that happen to them this year. You know what I mean? I think San Francisco might have been the last team that hadn't really been blown away that all their games have been close. You know, my, my deal is for the Cowboys defensively, it's going to be whether or not this year they can stop the run. Hankins mm-hmm. coming back should help that. Hopefully we'll have him ready for the playoffs, but I got news for you. If you think the lions are going to be an easier team to stop <laughs> when it comes to the run, they may be the best offensive line this year when it comes yes. to running the ball. Right. So uh, if they can do a better job of stopping the run, uh, and, and just be more consistent, not have, you know, two quarters where they totally drop off the face of the earth when it comes to offensively. Uh, that would be good. I, I wish they'd commit to the run a little bit more at times, the Cowboys. I think 
Pollard is looking like more like his old self at times. They just don't seem to give him the ball very often. They put it all on Dak, and, and while I think Dak can do that, man, there's times where you got to you got to have a feel for the game, and I think we have at times when we're not playing well, we have a poor feel offensively for for what's going on on the field. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I it really just as a as twenty set. We're working on twenty eight years now, where we haven't even gone to an NFC Championship game, and I just can't. It's it's almost like they're playing. If you're a Cowboys fan. You know, it's almost like they literally get your hopes up as high as they can get up <laughs> before they're just absolutely dashed. I feel like I'm on, you know, I'm on strings as a puppet or something like that. And every time we get close, it's just it's just pulled out, man. I'm a I'm a Cowboys homer all the way. I just it doesn't mean anything to me until we get to the playoffs. I get mad about the game and the loss. I just wish they could, you know, get one home playoff game and. and and then kind of go from there. It's going to be really hard to do it all on the road. You know what I'm saying? But if San Francisco can stay in first place, at least you maybe you meet up with them in the NFC Championship game. I think if they play in Philly, I would favor the Cowboys. I think if they play in Tampa, which it looks like they'll do right now, I would favor the Cowboys. But watch out. Tampa's playing pretty good, too. So I appreciate you letting me vent a little bit <laughs> on, uh, on the Cowboys. It's, as a long-suffering Cowboys fan now, man, it's uh, – it's been a while since since we really did anything but just stab me in the side as hard as they can in the playoffs. <laughs> One of the things that we were talking about earlier, though, is when you look at the fact that Mike McCarthy didn't target CeeDee Lamb except early in the game and then at the end of the game. How do you go two quarters without targeting your best player on the field yeah I, I don't know I, I mean and you know they paid all this money and, and kept Pollard how do you I mean I know he hasn't been great down on, on the line at the, the goal line but I don't think like if you look at what Pollard has done this year you know or CD down in the goal line area I mean when I look at what he's done and, and I'm a dork I, I have the I have the NFL plus or whatever I go back and watch the 22 right when Pollard's been bad, it's not his fault, man. He's getting met in the, in the backfield almost all the time. If you've given him any kind of lane whatsoever, he gets four to five every single time. And, you know, I like uh, Lepke or whatever his name is, giving him the ball down on the one. I don't know what happened with that. I've never seen a guy in the NFL except for, like, when Tony Dorsett used to take handoffs, right, reach out for the ball like he did on that fumble. You know, you – you keep your, you know this, you've been a running back. What do you do with your hands? Do you reach him out when you're going for the ball or you keep him up against no. your body? No, you keep him up against your body. Yeah, so the ball didn't fall out. And Lucky, I've never seen anybody reach for a ball like that except for at least Tony, when he reached for it, right? He had both hands underneath the ball it like a basket. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know if if they're taking away CD or what it is or how do you not find him. I've been happy with with uh, with Mike McCarthy. I didn't want him to come on after what happened with him with the Packers, but I've been pretty happy. I don't have many complaints there. You know, the the bottom line it comes like this down to this: Can they stop the run, right? And can Dak do it when it really matters? You know, what I'm saying I don't care what the play call is or what it is. He's got to know where to go with the football, and that's how you win in the NFL in the playoffs, right? And at times this year, I felt like he could do it, but until they do it against a team that's, you know, 
been there and done that until they do it on the road. Maybe it comes in the playoffs and you get on a run. Heck, I tell you what, Ward, after what happened with the Rangers this year, I believe in just about it. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. I did not either. Byron Anderson, assistant AD and voice of the Tarleton, Texas. Byron, appreciate the time very, very much. Uh, have a happy new year, and I look to have you in studio really, really soon. Hey, man, I would love it. That would be a, a fun couple of days or week or whatever. Maybe we can do that in the summer. I'd really enjoy it. And, and Ward, man, I hope you find uh, somebody smooch on New Year's, all right? <laughs> Thanks, Byron. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes, Byron Anderson with the Tarleton, Texas, uh, with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. We'll take the break and come back and put a bow on this one right after this. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you looking for some great last-minute gifts for the fishing or boating enthusiast in your life? Check out Marineland Boating Center's Christmas clearance sale. Get discounts on fishing gear or awesome water sports accessories for the whole family. Save money on great his and hers gifts like hats, shirts, and hoodies from your favorite brands in boating, Tracker, Nitro, Mercury, and more. And right now you can even get thousands of dollars in cash back on Mercury Motor-Powered Sun Tracker pontoons. Come check out Marineland Boating Center by the intersection of I-35 and Loop 340. Come by with your family because they won't want to miss seeing the tallest Christmas tree in McLennan County. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRMG boat dealer. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. 
Another Christmas has passed, and that means no more presents, right? Not at Pickup Outfitters. It's our year-end push to end truck nudity, and we're giving away lots of gifts. Come get you some of this. Free install with every retractable bed cover. Free laser-measured perfect-fit floor liners with any purchase over $1,000. Free rubber bed mat with every solid bed cover purchased and installed. Free bed rug mat or lighting upgrade with any camper shell purchase. Free install with any toolbox purchase. $200 off front bumpers, $100 off rear bumpers purchased and installed. Instant manufacturer rebate match on airlift airbags and compressor. Plus more. Christmas is hereby extended by Pickup Out. Outfitters through this Saturday, December 30th only. Check it out online at createacommotion.com or better yet, come see us at our brand new location of Pickup Outfitters. Look for the silver and red building at 4535 West Waco Drive in Waco. Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton on the Wheels of Steel. I can do 80s all day and all night. <laughs> I know them all. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys disappointing loss against the Miami Dolphins. Now the Lions get uh, to town. And as Byron Anderson was just telling us, it doesn't get any easier because this team can run the football. Right now, it is a six-point favor for the Cowboys. Are you surprised a little bit about that? No, only because because it's at AT&T. It's, it's at AT&T Stadium where and the Cowboys been have been gum good there. phenomenal. And Detroit is coming off a huge win mm-hmm. where they won their first division title in 30 years. Right. We talk about it all the time. When you have those huge highs, they're almost always followed by huge lows. Right. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think Dallas wins this game. Like, I thought Dallas would win a close game yesterday. They lost a close game yesterday. I think Dallas will win this one, kind of pull away in the second half maybe. But I think, obviously, uh, Detroit's talented enough to stay with them, including their run game, which is great with uh, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. But if you can get, if you can get ahead of them and – I think that's the biggest key. And make uh, Jared Goff throw the ball – then you you can put them in bad situations because he will make some mistakes if you get pressure on him, which if it's obvious passing situations, the Cowboys are going to get pressure on him. So that's what they've got to do. They've got to jump on Detroit early and get a lead. Right. I think that if they get, that's the key to the Cowboys right now, in my opinion, is they have to play with a lead. I I don't think that we've seen them be as successful – I mean, I guess you could say that about a lot of teams, but be as successful when they are trying to play from behind. Yeah, they've they've had a couple of almost wins <laughs> the last two times <laughs> when they almost came back and beat Philadelphia and almost came back and beat Miami. But until you do it, that's all you're going to hear about, and rightfully so, especially when you're undefeated at home and look unbeatable at home. <laughs> and I, I can't explain that, and they're terrible on grass. They they cannot win on grass. Now they're two and eleven on grass. And that yeah, I don't understand. That doesn't that make any sense to me. I don't understand that at all. Um and I, I don't know if they have a I know that two of the practice fields at the star are turf. 
I don't remember seeing a grass practice field. And if that's the case, as bad as they are on grass. You need to get one. Go get one. Yeah. Go get one and start practicing on grass. Money's not an issue, so get you a grass field. Somehow. I don't I don't know if there's one there or not. That's a good question we'll have to ask uh, coming up uh, later on this week when we have Kyle Yeomans or maybe tomorrow with R.J. Ochoa. He'll probably know. Yeah, he, but I, I don't remember seeing a grass field there. I've been there several times. I've been to practice, and every practice I've been to has been on turf. So if you're so bad on grass, natural grass, go out and build a grass field that you can practice on so you're used to it. I just it makes sense to me. Maybe I'm just way off base on that. Maybe it shouldn't make a difference, but I think it does. I mean, I think there's teams even in in high school football that play 90% of their games on turf and then they get on a grass field and it's a whole different ball game for it really them. Really is. <laughs> I mean, it, it it just changes the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's something they they need I agree. That's a great point. That's something they need to do this offseason. If you're this bad on it, yes. there's got to be a reason for right. it. There has to be. And, and maybe that's it. Maybe maybe they do have it. I know that practice at training camp, those are both grass fields. So you've been on it before. Right. But the one that's at the Star in Frisco is, is that helix turf or whatever it is. There's two of them. There's two mm-hmm. helix turf fields mm-hmm. there. I don't remember seeing a grass one. I'm sure there they, is. I'm probably way off, but I don't remember seeing it. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to ask that question tomorrow to RJ Choi. Remind me of that as well. All right, that's gonna do it for us here on this Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day. Don't forget, best of J Mo coming up next, and then the Matt Mosley show three to six right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long everybody. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men christen the new Foster Pavilion January 2nd against Cornell. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off January 2nd. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for